Welcome to Console Cowboys. I'm your host, Casey. Joining me in the studio is Eric. Hi. And as always, Carlos. I'm here. The perpetually tired one. You, you threw me off a little bit with the, when you said I know. my name first. I was like, oh, what do I, I say? I gotta keep you guys guessing. Oh, hi. keep you guys guessing. That's a thing. So, uh, yeah. Uh, today we're going to be talking about microtransactions a little later in the show. Uh, and I think we'll just hop right in with Carlos. What have you been playing this week? Uh, this week I played a little Diablo 3 on the weekend, uh, otherwise not much else. Has that expansion come out yet? No, no, not till next week. Yeah, next week. Oh, that's next uh, week. 25th. Okay. 25th. So. Yeah, that, like, people have been talking about that expansion for a really long time now, and... They've been wanting it. it like, what's it supposed to do? Add more stuff to the game. <laughs> no, well, okay. Well, I, I, heard, I heard like D three itself was not very good until they they made some like recent changes in this expansion. Well, is supposed to bring it closer auction, they, to its roots. They got rid of the auction house, which was what everybody needed to actually get items that they could use. Okay, unless they were going to spend like a hundred hours grinding away. Which uh, the first thing well, they had a patch earlier this month where. Uh, I mean, so items that would drop would actually be use, like, the stats that they would use and, like, would actually be more likely that they could use them. Okay. So, like, if you got, like, a legendary drop, like, there's a good chance that it'd be completely worthless for you. Oh. So, like, now it makes it so, like, oh, so now it, like, you're a wizard? You get intelligence now instead of strength on this item. Just what you need. So, oh, so so now, like, the, the stats auto-generate, yeah. like, based on class? Yeah. That's kind of cool. And uh, I really needed that beforehand, but they had originally, like, all right, we have an auction house, so people can go sell stuff on the auction house and then use that money that they they, uh, gained from selling stuff to buy stuff. Well, did did they try to make it uh, too World of Warcraft-like? Do you think that might be the problem? Uh, I didn't see that, but... uh, No, well, just just from you talking about, like, the rare item drops and the the farming for items and, like, the auction house thing, it feels very MMO, World of Warcraft-y. I I think so. From my experience playing with it before all these new expansions, because I quit, like, a month after the game came out, it was like they were trying to bank off the World of Warcraft formula instead of the Diablo formula. Okay. So Uh, they just... Especially with... Uh, as far as like the graphics goes, like one of the things that kind of threw me off, it's very wowish, cartoony, and man, I well, wanna... it, it kind of makes sense. I what mean, is... that's that's really all they've been doing for yeah. the last ten plus years is World of Warcraft. Like that's been Blizzard's jam. Yeah, but what is the Diablo two? What is the Diablo two profit format? Is it ban people when they get caught cheating so they have to buy a new copy of the game? I'm pretty sure that repeat. that was their format. <laughs> that was the format. It was, it was ban, that. rinse, repeat. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I remember I was talking with uh, Sean and he was really big into it and I'm pretty sure at one point he had ended up buying like six or seven copies of the stupid battle chest Damn. <laughs> just because he kept getting banned. <laughs> you want a stone of Jordan? I got 47 of them. Well, and like it, at one point, it was only like fifteen bucks. So I mean, it wasn't yeah, huge, right. but, but but still, he was essentially paying a five dollar a month <laughs> fee. It's instead of fixing, you know, what was broken with their game, they just decided to say, "Hey, we'll just ban you. We'll just ban everybody." <laughs> oh, there was it was back then. There wasn't really a need to do that. No. Yeah, I mean that was before we got all the patching and stuff like that. 
So I mean, the cheating well, and stuff really only matters if you're on like ranked leaderboards and stuff. Yeah, like that anyway. yeah. The majority of people are just playing for fun. Well, yeah, it's it's care. like the people who who like script and payday and stuff. Well, like, yeah. they That's they don't the they don't hurt anybody. Yeah, like, right. and, like let them do what they what they want. And, and some it. some of the stuff that they do is really funny. <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. And <laughs> they didn't care as long as people weren't doing it uh, online with other people. Yeah, th- yeah, that was when you the point at which you would get banned if you were doing yeah. it online. Mm-hmm. I mean, Otherwise. Mod away. Yeah, you can yeah. mod and train all you want, you know, outside. So, well, I mean, the problem with Diablo three now, though, doing that is it's always online game, so yeah, I mean, you can't even. You just can't do it. Well, and do it. we we've gotten a little bit away from that model, like that uh, late nineties, early two thousands way of gaming, mm-hmm. where we're now. Like everything's connected, you're always competing against somebody. There's yep. there is a ranked leaderboard somewhere. Yep, <laughs> for something somewhere, every game's got yeah. one. And so the the cheating thing is a little ridiculous now. But I wonder if there's a leaderboard for most stones of Jordan. <laughs> I would win with my nine hundred ninety nine million nine hundred ninety nine thousand well, nine hundred ninety nine on my witch doctor. <laughs> I'm talking about on Diablo three. Diablo ten or something. I'd hope so. Uh, maybe. Maybe a hundred. Maybe somebody's up to a hundred already. Dude, that guy would be the richest guy in the world if that was legitimate. <laughs> For those not D three <laughs> players, what are we talking about? The Stone of Jordan, it gives you like plus three to like all your skills and then like bunch of like good stuff like along with it. And it's pretty badass. And, and if you get one, the funny the thing shit. was uh that, you know, at a certain point in the game, like money becomes completely worthless. Some people would use Stones of Jordan as the new uh, currency. Uh, yeah, this new currency. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's it's really fun. Like when players make start making their own currency. Like the, I've seen that happen a few times. Lord of the Rings was a good one. Yeah, where uh, where like rare crafting ingredients like barrel shards were being traded for everything. I used to always try to trade some sweet leaf, a shire sweet leaf, and tobacco, yep. pipe tobacco, yep. thousands of bales of it, but nobody ever wanted it. No, because <laughs> it did nothing except cosmetic smoke. Yeah, no, <laughs> but I wanted those barrel shards. So what have you been playing, Eric? Uh, I got into playing some Grand Theft Auto Five a little bit. Oh, yeah? Yeah, um, I-, I was trying really hard to get into the story like a couple weeks I ago. I heard it was a decent and, story. Well, I, I had a hard time like initially getting into it, but like after the first like couple missions, I was like, oh yeah, okay, I see how, okay. how everything starts to intertwine and, and all that. But the real kicker, I think, is the online mode, which is tons of fun. Oh yeah, yeah is dude, that was, what you've been doing, just playing yeah. online? Yeah, it was it was great, man. Because you like you get to make your own character, and like you know, it starts off like when you pick your guy, you don't actually like design your character. You pick like grandparents, and then like, oh, your, your mom, your mom's parents, and then you pick your dad's parents, and then that like you know gets your mom and dad, and then like you like so oh it's, like, a genetic so profile type. Thing, that's intriguing. Cool. It was pretty sweet, and just. Being able to go all around the world, do whatever you want, you know, uh, steal all the cars and look out for assholes that want to run you over. So, how, how many how many people are in the world at I, one time? I'm not I'm not really sure. I'm not even really sure how that works. I think there's like different lobbies that you float around to. But I was playing yesterday, and and there was a good like twelve people like on the open map. So I guess maybe oh wow, be the li- uh, like I guess twelve. So twelve yourself might be the limit. I'm not too sure on that, but. I don't, that, but that's that's a fair number. It was. It, that, it's it's a good number. That intrigues yeah. me. I might However, have to try that at some that's point. That's no just cause two. No, but Carlos, no game is just cause two. <laughs> just cause two is ridiculous. 
uh, which is where they people released a uh, mod for it where they could play online. But instead of like the usual like twelve or eighteen maximum number of people on a map, it was like a thousand. Was it a thousand? I thought it was like sixty four. It, I'm pretty sure it's somewhere in between. Uh, and <laughs> there, 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 there's a thousand, huge. But yeah, it's not. I, I guess but. it could be like Mag, where it's massive, like hundred v hundred. That would be pretty fucking See, cool. That that was that was one reason I wanted a PS3 at one point was for Mag because that like it seemed really cool where you have these massive shooter matches where you have just hundreds of people attacking each other. If there were even a hundred people that bought the game, there were. I've never heard of this. There game. was a hundred. You never heard of Meg? Nope. Okay. Uh, what about there was a Delta Force game? It was like Task Force or something. Well, it was made by Nova Logic, and they had massive maps like that too before it was a big thing. I played Black Hawk Down, but not that. one. Yeah. Okay. I I was I played all of the games in Nova Logic's library for a while because they were awesome. I wonder if they're still around. I'll have to look into that oh later. Oh my god! Black, I haven't heard of Black Hawk Down was amazing. That was so much fun to play. We should do a. We should get some people together and do like a stream of the multiplayer some <laughs> night. I think that would be really entertaining. Oh, uh, that was so much fun! And then doing the warehouse or uh, yeah, the tower. Oh, what a great game! Everybody has to choose a sniper just because we're so far away from everything. Well, yeah, well, see, well, I mean, we always had like the three or four people who got tired of sniping and would start running across the the map in the middle, and so like they they would be fighting, and then all of a sudden they'd get hit from a by a round that was shot from over a kilometer away. <laughs> That sounds like almost every other <laughs> shooter yeah, game. Well, see, th- this one was awesome because the bullets had drop. Well, actual yeah. model physics. Yeah, and- like so there was bullet physics, and so like you had to adjust your your like scope distances and stuff, and all that fun stuff. Actually, difficulty in in sniping. Yeah, I mean, because sniping somebody from a kilometer away is no simple feat. But we always leave tracers on, otherwise one person <laughs> will never <laughs> just, be found. Yeah, just sit there. Yep. Well, and the maps are so big. Uh, I I think it was Carlos once. I think we started, and he just like turned around and ran in the opposite <laughs> direction, and then took like ten minutes and circled all the way around yeah. the map <laughs> to the other spawn point. Damn. <laughs> That's a lot of work. Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's okay. There's an auto run. Was that, okay, so you could set your keyboard down, just run. Well, you see, yeah. the trick is the, stop every once in a while, turn around, and take a shot at somebody. Yeah, because like you, you can't <laughs> shoot you can't shoot while you're running. Oh, uh, well, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, for example, I think on that map, uh, it's a gigantic tower, like a massive tower in the center. Yeah. There's like two bases on opposite sides, so everybody starts the game at their opposite bases, and then they make a run for the tower. And, uh, of course, the first person up the tower get, claims that spawn point. And it's a, it's a really good sniper perch until they start shooting rockets at you. Because <laughs> <laughs> once you claim the, the spawn point, then, uh, then you know, they're probably not going to move from that spot. Anymore. No, yeah. No, well, it's a good spawn point. Yeah. So, generally, at that point, the other team would be screwed until eventually, like, if I ran away really far away at some random direction, that they can't find me. Mm-hmm. And I can just shoot at them whenever I want. <laughs> so. It's good stuff. Good stuff. Well, I've been playing Titanfall. That's what I've been doing. Hooray! So much Titanfall. Actually, well, not not a ridiculous amount. I play a couple matches in the morning, a couple matches in the evening. That's really all I have 
time for, but still so much fun. Yeah, it looks like a great So game. much fun. Um, I'm curious to see what the longevity of the game will be, though. Because it's it's a lot of fun right now, and if they come out with the private matches and the custom game modes, like they say they're going to, I think it'll have some longevity. But though, as it sits right now, there's I mean, there's people who have already prestige like four times. That's crazy. Stuff like that. So it's just it. There's only so much you can do. Right. So it'll it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Well, you know they they have a lot of money behind it too, and and uh, obviously a lot of hype. So hopefully they'll put yeah. out some good stuff. Yeah. Well, and they they said that they're still developing it, yeah. which I guess is is kind of nice with games on like these newer consoles. And like the 360 started to get that way, but it wasn't quite there. And the PC has been this way for a long time. Yes, how long? <laughs> uh, but. Well, I guess the PC really hasn't been this way. It, only MMOs really have been this way, where they well, they will release additional content. Well, I guess uh, as it as it continues, when like, I think about stuff like that in the PC, I think like mods kind of go. Yeah, that's mod. And, but this is this is like the company. Yeah, yeah, the developer making right. this stuff, and so like this update will be a free one. It'll have like the private matches and all that stuff. I plus, think that's great. Plus, the game launched with like fifteen or twenty different maps. Really? With, that yeah, many? yeah, okay. which is huge yeah, for a shooter, a especially these days yeah. when they'll launch with five, yeah, and then immediately <laughs> sell you five more for fifteen dollars. Yeah. Going going into the topic of microtransactions, yeah, that's something <laughs> yeah. EA is famous for. Oh Here man, you go. here's five maps to start with. Now pay us twenty dollars for another three maps. Yeah, but see, is that mi- is that microtransactions? No, pr- I'm probably not. I guess. So, micro- I, well, I, I guess I guess this kind of uh, bridges us into our into our topic a little bit. Let's each... Eric, define microtransaction. What is your definition of a microtransaction? I guess I would have to say a microtransaction would be something in a game that's not necessarily adding anything new or different. It's something that you pay, you know, a few bucks here and there for, like, uh, let's take the, the last time I used microtransactions was Lord of the Rings Online, where you can buy, you know, a new shirt for your dude to run around in, or... Uh, a couple more levels for Angry Bird or something like that. Something that's a minuscule few few bucks. Not anything that's like really going to get any hype. Okay. Not a, like an expansion. Carlos, how do you define microtransaction? Uh, pretty much the same, except it doesn't have. Even though it's microtransaction, it doesn't have to be small. Like, yes. For example, World of Warcraft had their had was they had this a uh, level ninety level boost that you can now pay for. Yep. Well, what, and really? well, if if yeah. also if you pre-order the uh, the expansion, you get a free level ninety level boost. Huh, that actually kind of makes me want to play World of Warcraft because it's doing its job. Yeah, don't want to level up one more time right. for the eightieth time. Um, yeah, for me, microtransactions are any in-game purchase that. Uh, Costs less than a full priced expansion. I think that's, that's a great um, way to it. Can it. Add, it can add content, it can add cosmetic stuff, it can add really anything. It can even be pay to win. Uh, but anything that adds in game, any in app purchase that adds in game content that costs less than 50 bucks or really like 30 or 50 bucks because that, that's the cost of an exp- like a yeah. full fledged right. expansion. Right. So that's that's where I define it, and I guess let's talk about who did it well and who did it poorly because there's some great examples of microtransactions out there, I think, and there's some absolutely shitty ones, like just absolutely terrible examples. Well, 
I think obviously the best way to do it is like if the microtransactions don't actually affect the gameplay. For like, I think so. For that one, I I go with uh, Path of Exile is a great example, which is a which is a game that has gameplay similar to to uh, Diablo, and where anything you buy is going to just be a cosmetic item. It's okay. not going to affect gameplay at all. See, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to disagree with you there. I think um, Lord of the Rings Online has done it one of the best ways I've ever seen it, where you can buy things that affect gameplay in very minor ways. But it's not game breaking. It really and you and you can earn the in game or the like the currency in game. So like you can earn the things while doing it. But it also like lets you unlock like quests and stuff like that to make leveling easier. You can get XP boost, which helps leveling. So it it promotes it promotes like them getting cash flow in. But it also solves a lot of like but it's it's not game breaking. I was it's just not saying that Path of Exile though as far as uh, not actually influence gameplay at all though. That, that that was one path. That's a good path. Uh I would I do agree with you that as far as Lord of the Rings goes, uh their method of using microtransactions worked pretty well actually. Yeah, I, I think it was a fantastic thing. And I, I, I like I see what you're saying with it not affecting gameplay, but I think it has to affect gameplay as an incentive to like to make more people purchase it, which I, is why which is why people go towards the microtransaction. I think a good way to put that, like as far as affecting gameplay, is as long as it only affects like your game playing and not and not anybody else's. else's. Like uh, say, I'm just making up an example, but say like Counter Strike. Say you can pay you can pay five bucks to get some kind of special Uzi, and the special Uzi does a whole lot more damage than a regular Uzi, and then people are getting pissed because you know some guy paid five bucks, you know. To kill people much faster like that would be a bad idea what about make. league of legends i i don't so have in league of legends with- in league of legends you can you can buy you can either work and earn like new characters and unlock them or you could just buy them um i i uh, to me that's fine i guess like you know, just like characters and stuff that's cool well the characters uh, have different powers and they right. like they they play different right. but they're all like balanced but yeah, the, yeah i mean that's, yeah, they all that's the whole point of the game anyway yeah. too you know so if you want to put the time into it and work for it sure why not but if you're only playing a couple hours a week with a friend then you know why not buy one or two characters that you like as long okay. as it's not something that's ridiculously powerful and affects the play of others who who did it bad, Carlos? What's what's some bad microtransactions? Because I I know I know you have one in the chamber that you really want to talk about. Well, there's horse armor. <laughs> That's not the one I thought you wanted to talk about. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm just saying that I mean, there's always the horse armor. Yeah. The the what was it like a couple dollars for armor for your horse in oblivion? Two dollars and forty nine cents for cosmetic armor for your horse. Was, yeah, but I mean that—that's a cosmetic thing that doesn't affect gameplay. So I don't know if that's necessarily bad. I, th- I think micro, that, a bad microtransaction. That one comes up a lot because that was like right at the beginning. Of it the was the beginning of micro- the DLC and, thing, and then people were like, "Who the f- what? The, this has, does nothing, and it's two dollars." And it was what? the first expansion or something for Oblivion. Wasn't yeah, it? Yep. yeah. Well, it, it came out at the same time as the Knights of the Nine one, oh. and and it was, it was Knights it was of the Nine and horse armor. And horse armor, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not bad. It's just a no, cosmetic just, thing. Yeah. But I think that's like the first point people bring up when they gripe about microtransactions. It's like, ah, oh, horse armor. You yeah, well, and that one gets it bad too because it's, it's also DLC. Yeah. Right. And so, like, it, yeah, uh, it, it could have been free. Yes, it could have been free. But 
But they made so much money off that oh, horse yeah. armor. <laughs> All right, Carlos. So, uh, well, another th- uh, let's see other games in the past that have uh, well, of course, there's EA games, let's or anything like uh, you know. I, I wonder what you what is you, how do you feel about uh, Team Fortress 2's microtransactions? I I they don't affect gameplay at all. Nope. No. I mean, you you can you can buy the different weapons, but you can also get them as random drops. But all the weapons are very balanced. Yeah. Like they've they've spent a lot of time balancing that game, and that game is so polished and so well balanced that you can go in with stock weapons and be just fine. You can buy all sorts of keys for your crates, and you yes. can buy hats. Oh, yes. you can buy all the hats. I but you don't. But the, the thing is, you don't have to. Like you can just play and grind. And I have more weapons than I know what to do with. Because I've played so much. But yeah, no, uh, I feel like Valve did microtransactions right there. I don't I don't really see a problem with it. It, yeah. it made the game free to play for everybody, so... It like, doesn't force you to buy keys, that's for sure. Yep. It just gives you all these crates. Which, some of the crates you can sell for more than the keys are worth. <laughs> I, went, I went through a phase where I made like 15 or 20 bucks off of just selling crates. Damn, really? People, <laughs> yeah. buy, people actually buy those because I got a shit ton of them that just drop for me. If, if you if you have the right crates, drops. you have to have oh. the right crates. Interesting. <laughs> it, it was it was it was a good couple of days. I'd never get anything to drop for me but crates, so I should probably look. And then like, well, and like the only money that they give you is Steam money, and so it went right into their summer sale. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, that's why the, it's genius on their part. That's why it's ingenious. How many Steam games can I increase my library by now today? <laughs> well, that's that's how I looked at it. Like I'm getting free games essentially, but games I will never play. Yeah. Well, you can sell the uh, trading cards too. Yeah, I know. For like, uh, generally about hovers around fifteen cents a piece. Yep. Which I mean, if you have a lot of trading cards, not a bad deal. But anyway, we're off topic. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, Those yeah. are microtransactions for Steam in general. <laughs> <laughs> Steam is just one microtransaction engine. But we love it. Self-generating so. <laughs> microtransactions. <laughs> I don't really have a bad thing to say about Steam. Nope. We love Valve. Um, all right. Uh, they had a movie come out this yeah. week. That's a thing that happened. Yep. It came out yesterday. I haven't watched it yet. I preloaded it, though. Rewind to the new segment. Oh, rewind. Oh, uh, Steam has a movie coming out. Yes. All right. Anyway, microtransactions, Carlos. Who did it bad? I don't think we've gotten an answer out of you. Well, I mean, I, there's games like, uh, like we mentioned uh, map, packs, ma- uh, map packs earlier. And mm-hmm. like Bal- Battlefield, for example, would be... Uh, one that were like, all right, well, you have a couple maps, and oh, right away you can get more maps that'll come out in a couple months down the road. Yeah, I guess does all DLC fall under microtransaction? Do you think? Not uh, to me, no. not all I of it, but I I don't know. Uh, map packs though, yeah, especially if they're like right after right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. That's kind of shady business practices because that's stuff that's like on the disc, and then you actually have to pay for it to unlock. I don't think it's on the discs disc. anymore. Oh, the uh, the China Rises DLC, I think was was came like. Standard uh, I, I got I, I got yeah. that for free when I bought when, Battlefield. Did you get the deluxe edition or whatever? Or I bought I bought the cheap one. Huh. But I bought it on the Xbox One, and so yeah. maybe they're like, here, that just have this. Might be a difference, yeah. But um, well, the I guess 
uh, what I'm trying to get you to talk about, Carlos, is the thing that sparked this entire oh, thing, yeah. Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah, but that's not, you see, that's not out yet, so I was just talking about things that had Oh, okay, passed, okay. So. Well, tell me a little bit about what the microtransaction for Elder Scrolls Online is, and let's compare it to one of the worst MMO well, microtransactions ever, right. which was Star Wars. <laughs> God, so, it it's not out yet, I just want to say that. So it's possible in the next couple of weeks, maybe it's not going to be like this. But the fact is, like you have, there's the right out the gate, they have this special edition called the Imperial Edition. You buy that edition, and oh, you paid ninety dollars, you get to play as an Imperial, which is one of the races. Uh, then there's also the fact that if you pre-order the game, you get a, you can play as any of the races and any of the factions. Which is all right, fine. But here's the thing: once the game comes out, like the only way to get those things is going to be micro transactions. And this is a game that has a monthly fee. A $15 a month monthly fee, and you have to buy it. So it's going to charge you all this money on top of paying those fees to play the game, which is a problem, I, I feel, because uh, at least like right, like when Lord of the Rings went to, got, went to the microtransactions, it also went free to play at the same time. Yeah. So you didn't have to play the, pay the uh, monthly fee. Yeah, I, I feel like if there's a if there's a pay gate, there shouldn't be microtransactions. Yeah. Like yeah, that's the I biggest agree. thing for me, and the fact that like oh, like right now I can see like those two are obviously going to be uh, microtransactions in the future. Yeah. So I I think that's going to set a bad precedent for the game, and honestly, those are the reasons why I'm not going to buy the game at all. I want to make sense. I mean that that completely makes sense. I I completely agree with you. That's horrible, and I think that's even worse than what Star Wars did. Do you do you remember what Star Wars did? You mean do take you? my name away? No, <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> they, they took just so, about everything else. Well, yeah. So when, when oops, I'm sorry. Uh, when when Star Wars: uh, The Old Republic went free to play, they implemented all these microtransactions, and you had to pay for Goram everything Mm -hmm. like we're talking they they knocked you down to one bag slot and you had to pay for each individual bag slot like two bucks yeah if you wanted to walk faster i'm pretty sure you had to give them money yep like oh you want to use the force that's thirty (laughs) dollars thirty bucks if you want to play as a jedi like it it wasn't quite that bad but it was it it was pretty brutal it might as well be yeah it it completely neutered you want to play as a free to play money yeah it completely just destroyed free to play characters, and so like even if I want to go back, I don't know if I will. No. Like, and I've thought about it a few times, just like play through some, like do some solo stuff me and too. play through the character stuff. But it's not worth it to me because it opens up that old wound. Because I was so excited for that game, and it was such a disappointment. We and then they years. gutted it yep. with microtransactions. Yeah, I, I started uh, maybe about two months ago when I first got here. Just playing it every you know, little bit dude and it's it's just so it's so bad with a free-to-play character like you said the limited bag space uh, i mean half my powers weren't available to me anymore because you have to unlock them through legacies or pay money for this kind of shit and it's just it's, it's ridiculous horrible. but that's because they need to recoup the the billion dollars that, that they, they lost, lost you know so yeah i guess I don't know. I, every time I think about microtransactions, I keep coming back to Lord of the Rings Online mm-hmm. because I could log in right now, pick it up, and still have all my stuff. And if I needed to, I could I could quest and do deeds and stuff to get all of the cash I or all of the in-game currency I need to purchase the expansions. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so something like that 
really like, it's a good model i think it is because you can either put the time in or you can put the money in right which as we all know time is money well so and i I, I feel like that that defines a good microtransaction system to me if you can put time or money in and get the same result yep i agree what are your thoughts on that one carlos uh, sometimes i don't know there's some things like that i feel like people should have to earn with time in the game like what well, just like maybe there, like not everything should be able to be bought. Like no, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm not saying everything, but I'm saying like if if you have if you have a good like I'm not saying you should be able to buy your way to level ninety, having an awesome title. Yeah, like, but what's level cap now? Like with 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 the new expansion, with what's WoW, it going to be? I'm assuming probably ninety. Yeah, but I think the new expansion is going to raise it again another twenty levels. Is it? I have no idea. Probably it's going to be like a hundred and ten. Uh huh. And so, like, it's an incentive for people to come back. If they have a level 70 character, do you really want to level that another 20 levels? Yes. No, you don't. People playing WoW do. Not if they just want to try the new content. I guess. And so, like, I, I feel like that that makes sense. Or to give somebody a chance to get an alt up to level 90 or something it's a, it's like a, that. It's a good offer. Uh, what games, like, have you used, like, Lotro's microtransactions I have. before? I have. Yep, yeah, so. I, I've used that extensively. Well, yeah, I also like. I suppose like I had the monthly fee, so like ongoing. So yeah, I, no, I, I forgot about my subscription too. Don't worry. <laughs> I eventually had. You guys cancel. are still subscribed? No, 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 no I can't. But at, at one point, um, I'd been subscribed for so long, and I'd forgotten like because it was every three months, uh-huh. and I kept forgetting to cancel. And then like every month, you'd get like two thousand oh, like turbine stipend, points right and so i logged in and i had so many turbine points <laughs> so i bought i bought all of the current e- expansions and quest packs and everything nice. and uh, oh i'm sure i have like and 20, all of 000. the cosmetic horses i would have done that too <laughs> i'm pretty sure i have at least twenty thousand, maybe thirty thousand, just sitting there but i promised myself to never go back to the game so i will never know how much i have there i don't see that's a game i'm i'm always tempted to go back to Always tempted because we had so much fun there, and that was the first game where I like cared about like how my character looked, <laughs> and yeah. I spent so much time and so much gold getting the stupid Evidim uh, reputation horse, and this was before they opened up before like that. It was easy mode, yeah. Before it was easy mode, and so it cost me like six gold which was a huge amount at the time and i had like grind all the reputation it was it was brutal but i got that stupid spotted horse it it makes it worthwhile though because then when you got that stupid horse you were like haha i got the stupid horse and now horse no (laughs) spotted horse yeah and then no now uh that character Gorik has so many mounds. <laughs> he has an entire bar just filled with mounds. That's all of my horses, my horses. And I got, I got some horses. Yeah, a couple of goats. <laughs> oh yeah, you goats now. <laughs> but mostly horses. So yeah, all right. Uh, I guess the deep cut. Do you think microtransactions will help or hinder the game industry as a whole? That is. We'll, we'll start with Carlos. That's a good question. Uh, you know, it depends on how well they use it. Uh, it can definitely help, as long as it's like you're not being flooded with things that actually are like gates that you have to pay for to go continue in the game. Why do you think it'll help? Well, just because like I mean, it can uh, with like there's free to play games and like that's basically what I think. I think that will help for nothing mm-hmm. with monthly fee. It's not going to help. But, yeah. Uh, 
So it's, it'll bring in more players. Like I know that, like for example, I talked about Path of Exile. That's a free-to-play game okay. with no monthly fee, and you just pay for things that don't actually affect the gameplay. Like it just is like cosmetic items. So I, so that's why I think like it's a good strategy. I was like, that's how they make money. And like it's a small studio that's doing this too. Like mm-hmm. so, like it's actually a actually possible for them to actually make money off that. Okay. Uh, can you think of any downsides of the microtransaction model? Like, yeah. if, if they do it wrong, like, how do you think it'll hurt the industry? Well, I basically, they're holding their hands out, like, give us more money to keep playing. Like, it's basically... Just what, panhandling? Especially for games that are like, oh, like a... Like Farmville. Yeah, like the... Star Wars game, where like, all right, yeah. we kind of lost all this money, this is a massive game, so how about you give us five dollars every time you log on i suppose we we talked about uh microtransactions and we didn't bring up like the biggest offenders cell phone and facebook games oh i didn't even think about i don't even really consider those uh, games so they're games they are games (laughs) i don't touch them i know you're an elitist yes but (laughs) they are games and there's there's stories of kids racking up thousands of dollars in microtransactions because parents are too stupid to lock their phones properly yep i i think that stuff's funny because that just to me shows that somebody probably needs to pay more attention to what their kids are doing oh yeah but, but at, at, at the, the same, same time, time. Uh, a lot of m- more independent developers are getting into like the phone, you know, uh, handheld kind of thing, and that's a that's a good market for them to do that. They can get money for you know their games. They can keep games going and keep coming out with new and fresh stuff. Yeah. So on one hand, it's it's not too bad. Uh, I don't think it really is going to help or hurt the industry at all. I think it's just a new. Do you think micro? Do you think microtransactions are here to stay? Oh, I'm I'm sure. I'm sure there'll always be a need for you know having a, a spotted horse from Even Dim or you know a, a freshly made tunic that you know only you want yeah. and you can buy for five bucks. Well, then he, here's a question for you guys: Do you think the uh, the subscription model's going going away because of because of this new microtransaction that I, model? I think I think so, because nobody really wants to pay 15 bucks anymore for, for a game. I don't I don't think a lot of them are, are worth the price anymore. Like, we're um, starting to expect a lot from our monthly fees. Yeah. Like, like I, oh, I pay $8 a month. That's for Netflix. That's all of Netflix's library. There is that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, pay $15 a month? What do I get for that? Oh, yeah, well, I'm going to play this game I think, that I already paid for. I think we have one Netflix subscription for the house. And so, like, we're paying eight bucks a month and three people are watching But we also so have TV. two different Amazon accounts, though. There is Amazon that. Prime account. Yeah, but that's totally different. <laughs> that's for the two-day shipping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that wonderful two-day shipping. Yeah. So, I guess, do you think the monthly or the, the microtransaction is a direct result of us expecting so much more bang for our buck if you will like if we're paying 15 15 bucks a month there's a there's a sort of sense of entitlement that comes with that and if you're not getting new content all the time you're yeah, not too satisfied with it but i kind of see it the opposite way i think a lot of the times the microtransactions especially from big game developers are more of a greed thing because like a, a lot of times dude like call it the call of duty games you know they come out 
with map packs, you know, once every other month, I mean, you still pay 60 bucks for the game and then they want to charge you 20 bucks for the map packs. Yeah, but that, that feels less microtransaction yeah. to me. I, I feel like that that's that falls more into like that DLC discussion we had. Well, how about horse armor? If <laughs> you know, Again, come out with DLC like discussion. I, I think it's more like when they start charging you for like bag slots and stuff like that, yeah, that and they're nickel and diming you. Yeah, that's what I... I I think would kill it, man. Is the the nickel and diamond? Don't yeah. be greedy. But at, but at the same time, they they have it's 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 in that it's in that thing where it's oh it's a dollar or you know that's the killer that's the killer is where oh oh yeah okay that's a dollar I'll buy it for a dollar like, I, I, next thing you know you got fifty you know health potions for a dollar. <laughs> I would be a really dollar. curious to see some numbers on where like. What so you're if you have a subscription model, every player pays fifteen bucks. I I would love to see the numbers on the players who spend nothing versus the player and like what what players are spending to make up that gap. Right. I, I would like to see the uh like what percentages and stuff like that. And I'm sure there's players that do spend like hundreds of dollars in the store. Oh yeah. Oh, without oh, even yeah. blanking an yeah. eye because they got mom's credit card. Oh yeah. But it's it it still would be interesting to see. I think. I think that would that would be something to look up there. So I suppose uh, we should, what we should take from this is don't be Star Wars. That's really if if you're gonna do be Lord of the Rings, not Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I guess I guess those are the two of the most extreme cases of microtransactions, and they're really easy to compare because they're both MMOs, right? And the, like, and they're both in that fantasy. Genre, I guess. Yeah. Well, Star Wars is sci-fi, sci- and, sci-fi fantasy. Yeah, and so it, they're they're very very comparable, and you can see how one succeeded, yeah. where the other one is failing yeah. miserably. Which business model is better? Because one of them is still bleeding cash, and the other one's just fine and dandy. Yeah, so. like they're still releasing content for Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. ten years later, <laughs> almost. Yeah. Oh, oh, but Star Wars is unleashing houses on everybody. <gasps> Yeah, terrible housing. Housing like, that I won't be able to do anything with because you'll have to you'll have to pay the amount for a real house to buy a house. That's <laughs> <laughs> actually looking at uh, the housing information, and it's kind of funny because if you had a subscription for like a couple period amount, like for a couple months, like during when they're releasing it, like oh, you get free houses if you pay the subscription fee. So, if, like if ex- really expensive houses that like cost millions of credits. Oh wow! Whatever. Talk about the one percent. Am yeah, I right? right. <laughs> to force you to drop, Let's you go know, to their neighborhood. To force you to drop like the forty-five dollars to be uh, subscribed those three months. Well, yeah. this neighborhood's gone to hell. The Gungans moved in. <laughs> <laughs> I would totally go back to play as a Gungan. <laughs> Just to move into nice neighborhoods. <laughs> I would like to play as one of those that weird guy with the big eyes and the big cheeks and the one that flew on the Millennium Falcon I- with Land. Hated him so what, much. I don't even know what that Soliston? guy is. Yes, uh, no, is that a? Yeah, they're, that they're a from the planet Solus. Okay, yeah, I want to play as one of those guys. I want to name him Ernie. <laughs> <laughs> well, on that note, I think we should probably wrap up, huh, guys? That I seems like so. a thing. Hey, there it is. There's that outro music that we know and love. Well, guys, thanks for tuning in. And if you have any uh, comments, questions, thoughts, or anything like that, go ahead and send us an email at feedback at blindinstudios.com. 
Uh, you can go ahead and like us on Facebook at Facebook.com. You can find us on YouTube at YouTube.com slash Studios. Uh, awesome, awesome thing. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but we started a series last week called Tales from the Border. Where we're going, we're playing through Borderlands and just having a chat and killing things and collecting guns. And Carlos is really, really obsessed with Jacob's weapons. They're awesome. <laughs> so yeah, go check that out on our YouTube page. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.